And the next rule is um, make friends with people who want the best for you. And that's a meditation on my own childhood and adolescence to some degree. I, I had friends who wanted the best for me and friends who didn't. And, you know, they were friends who... Some of them were aiming up and some of them were aiming down. And if you have a friend that's aiming down and you do something that's aiming up, then they're generally not that happy about it, you know. They try to top your accomplishment with one of their own hypothetical or real or put down what you're doing or offer you a cigarette if you're trying to quit and you've kind of done that successfully or a drink if you've been drinking too much and are trying to stop being an alcoholic, you know. Or, or yeah, they're cynical and bitter and and devoted towards no good and sometimes that's family members too and sometimes it's even part of you you know but this chapter is a injunction to people is like like you have an ethical responsibility to take care of yourself you have an ethical responsibility to surround yourself with people who have the courage and and faith and wisdom to wish you well when you've done something good and to stop you when you're doing something destructive and if your friends aren't like that, then they're not your friends. And maintaining your friendships with them might not even be in their interest. And so, it's a tricky argument to make, because I'm not saying, you know, whenever anyone's in trouble, you should, you know, push them into a ditch and then give them a couple of kicks. That's, that's not the idea. The idea is that, but I had a couple of rules I didn't write about. One was, be careful, uh, be careful about whom you share good news with. And another was, be careful about whom you share bad news with. And everyone those rules ring in people's minds quite quickly. A friend is someone you can share good news with, you know. You go to them and you say, hey, look, this good thing happened to me. And, and they say, look, I'm so happy that that happened to you. Like, way to be. And they don't think, God damn it, why didn't that happen to me? And like, you know, you didn't deserve it. Here's a bunch of reasons you're stupid and why it won't work. It's like, that's not helpful. And so I would say, like, if people are... You know, the other thing people are doing, if they're trying to drag you down, let's say, is they're trying to see if you'll put up with it. Because they have this idea that maybe life isn't worth living and things aren't good and that if they can besmirch, let's say, to use an archaic term, something that's pristine and good, then they demonstrate to themselves that there is no true ideal and that there's no necessary reason to be responsible and to strive forward. And so they use you as a test case, you know, I'll just push you down into the low lobster bin and see how you respond. And if you put up with it, then yeah, my cynicism is fully justified. And so, well, that's chapter three. And it's a painful chapter because it also details the suicide of one of my friends, which occurred over a very long period of time. Not the actual suicide, but all the prodroma to it. And so, and it's, it's, a, it's a contentious chapter.